Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. and fraud, come join us right here on Lardy, Miss Clardy, and company on BTR. This is your call-in number. Call in and listen in. That number is 347-884-8684. That number again is 347-884-8684. And we have a great show for you today. 
The subject is about child support and the Bradley Amendment and what were their intents and outcomes for parents who pay child support or would be paying child support. I have a great guest on the show with me, and his name is Alpha C. Hales, founder and president of Family First International. He is here to educate, inform, and help us understand about his intents to help decent, disadvantaged, non-custodial parent obligors keep their integrity and finding solutions to help demarcate the fine line between decent and deadbeat, taking those that are accountable and responsible out of the system's rut of being labeled jailed for not having resources to pay their obligations, helping to find solutions to a growing economy with problems, jobs, programs to help decent, disadvantaged, non-custodial parent obligors. Again, call in at this call-in number and listen in. And that number again is 347-884-8684. That number again is 347-884-8684. And we are on it about it's our business to tell you business right here on Child Support News. We're still on the Bradley Amendment, and we're going to get right into it. Now, let's go back from last Thursday and revisit the intent of the Bradley Amendment. And I'm going to read it to you. And then I'm going to call out on my brother, Brother Alpha, to help with the rest of the information for you to hear. This is what they are saying about this amendment. We're talking about the Bradley Amendment. The amendment here, it says, it was intended to correct a perceived imbalance between the power of the obligee, usually the mother, and the obligor, usually the father, during subsequent child support disputes. It has been alleged that a significant number of men were running up large child support debts and then finding a sympathetic judge often in another state to erase them. Brother Alpha, are you on the line? Are you with me? I am with you this evening, Laudie, Miss Claudie, and I thank you once again for the invite to the show. Thank you. I'm glad to have you here. Thank you. You're yeah, welcome. So, so, in your own words, um, and we're revisiting back from last Thursday, on what is the intent of the Bradley Amendment, in your own words, what were they trying to implement? Well, what they tried to implement with all good intentions was a very good thing because factually uh, what you just stated factually was occurring. Uh, you have uh, men at that time that was uh, running up these arrears, and then they wanted sympathy to uh, cross their path, saying that we'll erase them, uh, not in their prospective states. They were doing it in other states. But the thing is, is uh, we have moved so far well and beyond that, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. you can no longer blame um, uh, the intent of erasing debt. You can't blame that back on the intentions, because factually where we are today is with the economy not allowing mm-hmm. 
adequate means of uh, employment which doesn't allow these obligors the opportunity to make any money. Right. So to pay their child support obligation, let alone anything else for that matter, um, is, you know, a very uh, sticky situation because you know if you don't have if you don't have any money you just don't have any money. Uh, no one's saying that uh, get rid of my debt <clears throat> uh, because you know because uh, you know I'm a bum or what have you. No, no. There's, right? there's a difference between saying I I I don't want to pay and I can't pay. There's a difference. Right. Well, you know what? Um, let's look at it. Uh, I've got another part that's on here when it talks about, it's kind of like piggybacking off of you, uh, where it says when the past due uh, child support is owed to a state as a result of welfare paid out, the state is free to forgive some or all of it, all of it under what is known as an offer in compromise. And, well, you know, since you're saying that it, it is something that is relative from the past, and it is for today. Uh, child support obligors, these decent disadvantaged obligors, okay? You know, um, the question is, what, what, you remember last week, let me just go out here. You remember last week when we were talking about a subject that you had, it was something based up off of some kind of survey, and you were telling me about it, and we were talking to them about it. Why don't you, you know, give them a piece of that? Um, because, see, we're trying to go somewhere with it. Uh, we know what their intent, uh, the Bradley Amendment's intent, intent was, but it's a little bit deeper, and I think that I should allow this time uh, for that specific conversation we had from last week to, to come back on board because then I'll be able to ask the big question. Go ahead. Okay. Yes, this was for uh, pertaining to a survey that was dropped in my lap, actually uh, minutes right before our show last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, the survey was conducted out in Chicago um, by these two gentlemen that was talking to uh, an audience of men age 25 to 54. Um, and what, what we came to as a conclusion that this age bracket, 25 to 54, these men do not have jobs. One mm-hmm. out of six men do not have jobs. <clears throat> uh, some are technically unemployed because they say that they're looking for work. Two-thirds of the men, they're not even, you know, getting out there to look for work anymore. Um, a good number of these men that's on disability, they're even struggling to get by. Uh, the total jobs amount is 10.4 million unemployed men. Um, you know, now I'm going to hit home with something that is, is frustrating to these men, but it's frustrating to me as well. Um, come to find out that these men, they're doing the best they can with what they have to work with. They've applied for jobs online. They've gone to uh-huh. the job sites, submitted their resumes. But when you don't get a reply, sure, that's going to be a little frustrating. So right, even right. though they're doing their part, they're not getting any replies from these potential uh, employers. Uh, some have been passed by in the te- technology field because they were told that their skills aren't up to par. 
And uh, now this is really something that struck a nerve with me because these men, they're 50 and older, and mm-hmm. they've and they've they've actually settled with uh, concluding to the fact that because of their age, they're no longer marketable. So they'll mm-hmm. they'll never they're they're never going to be able to get work again. That's frightening. Okay. Um, you're absolutely right that that is uh, frightening, and, and because you had said that, that struck a nerve with me also. Because okay, you got men that's over here that don't or can't get any employment at a specific age. But then I remember uh, asking you a question uh, back on last week about women paying child support. Now uh, I'm sure that there are women that's out there pay, that's paying child support, and. Absolutely. I was, I was one of them that paid child support, so I know they exist. But when you're talking about there is no job for men, and, okay, you got statistics about these men not having these jobs or what, but they don't got no statistics on the women, and yet they got jobs. I know I had one paying child support. So, right. Uh, you, uh, you know, I'm serious. Uh, I know I have one, so what makes them uh, different, okay? What makes them different? So I, if, if it's all right with you, if I can just uh, see what the courts got to say about why, you know, they don't have any uh, information out there good enough to be able to collect what we're asking for for men and women, okay? Not just the men, but now it's the women. And in contempt of court, they says. And if anybody out there that don't know what contempt of court is, it says it's a legal term that means that the individual in question is not following a court's order. State courts have the authority to punish individuals for violating their valid judgments or decrees. Certain uh, state courts have the authority to punish individuals for violating their valid judgments or decrees, certain acts or omissions that embarrass the court lessens its authority or dignity or obstructs the administration of justice constitute contempt. A judge who feels someone is improperly challenged or ignoring the court's authority has the power to declare the defiant person in contempt of court. Contempt is classified as either civil or criminal. Then it goes on to say, unfortunately, national data do not exist with respect to how often the incarceration option is used. The uh, child support or, or the CSE agency generally do not track arrests for non-payment of child support and the record, record-keeping of sheriff's office or prosecuting attorney's offices on this topic. It's sporadic, non-existent, and or inconsistent across the jurisdictions. Now, to me, that is shocking because when I came over this article, <laughs> over this article, in, which is you can find this on totaldivorce.com, it says here, according to a survey released by the American Academy of Matrimonial Lawyers, there is an increase in the number of mothers who have been made to make child support payments in the past five years, 
55% of the respondents in the survey say that courts are making more mothers pay to support their children. Uh, reported in the Wall Street Journal at that. Now, divorce lawyers also cited that the size of payment amounts have increased in the past five years. 14% cited the payment have decreased, and 44% say they, they payments have stayed the same. Now, the AAMI was founded in 1962 to study, improve, evaluate, and advance the practices of matrimonial law. So that must be an area that have not been surveyed for statistics, obviously. So getting back to you, Brother Alpha, do you think that there is double standards about how the law is set up to get the man, but how they go after the woman, they don't really have any statistics. But women are paying child support in the systems too. Are they burning the candle at both ends because don't nobody know nothing about nothing? (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. The candle's being burnt on both ends at the same time, plus uh, in the middle, so it's going to burn up real quick. Uh, and you're absolutely right. There's uh, there's a game. <laughs> you know, there's a game that's that's always been played with this when it came to statistics. You know, they'll send you here, there, and everywhere. You'll end up on the moon by the time you try to uh, obtain certain you know statistics, and then yeah. uh, depending on your source as to where you obtain those statistics, because they're changing all the time. Um, but the thing is, is to answer your question, uh, Lardy, Miss Clardy, I'm going to tell you, yes, there's definitely a, and always has been and always will be a double standard played by way of how this system goes after men versus women uh, for the mere fact that if you go back to what the intent originally was via the Bradley yeah. Amendment and who it was intended for, right. Uh, they're not going to utilize and be so harsh going after the women because now they'll have to make explanation as to uh, how did you devise a system to go after these men, and now you're hauling women into it as well. So you're and then so, there, so, so, yeah. I was just saying, and then there are women that do go to jail for this. I mean, oh, a- a- absolutely. But, again, you know, we have to look at the greater picture uh, the bigger picture is, is getting clearer and clearer each time we talk about it for the mere fact that factually this is not all about men any longer, even though the intent was to go after men in its, uh, in its conception of, you know, the, these, these uh, rigid laws. But factually, to, to get it up to snuff, to get it up to current speed, um, you do have women that are obligors as well. So, uh, you know, they're doing what has to be done. They have to sh- uh, show face that we are uh, not being biased about this particular uh, situation. 
So they have to go after some women, but it's the way that they're going after them. They're not going after them the same way that they would go after the man. Um, There's, I, there's some there's some women that I've been privy to actually come in contact with that actually tell me they they actually have shared with me that um, uh, some some of the agents has come to their homes um, verified who the women were and just tallied up the paperwork and left them sitting at home because the lady stated that she had to stay at home to care for, uh, she was the caregiver of, yeah. um, of, of, of one of her parents. So okay. They did, so they didn't take her away. Uh, and then there was another young know. lady. <laughs> then there was another young lady that made it clear that um, when they came to, uh, 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 I guess, arrest her, and they asked her for identification. Mm-hmm. She showed them, an, you know, her old identification, and just because the officer says, well, that doesn't look like you, um, so they left her. Wow. <laughs> wow. Mind-blowing stuff right here. Absolutely. You know? And Absolutely. talk about they can't, no man can find a job, but they they but they got people that got jobs or whatever checking up on them and letting them go uh, like you said it is a double standard you know but there should be no reason as we have been saying before that decent disadvantaged non-custodial parent obligors should have to face such you know such such mess like this you know, yeah, this is, this is lifelong drama. Yeah, this is drama for them. Yes, that's drama. You know, either you're going to be in favor of what, you know, to help, or you're going to be not in favor and put everybody that you feel that is not doing their job as uh, an obligor to pay child support away, throwing them away. So that's where you come into the picture, um, Brother Alpha. And how would you intervene in the lives of those that are broken to lessen the concerns for the decent, disadvantaged, non-custodial parent obligors? Well, what we intend to do here uh, in my home state is to, we're still doing uh, our diligent efforts of sitting down with the appropriate parties because Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's a must. It is a must it that really we get these, that we get these programs out there and recognized because we already have the audience, but see we can't just go ahead and you know shove programs out there, meaningful programs out there to assist these people if there's still no form of accountability um, our programs are set up very uniquely set up by fine design, which allows these obligors to get that uh, arrearage monkey off their back, mm-hmm. but also hold them accountable. Uh, yes. We do not, we, we do not uh, honor any type of uh, get-out-of-jail-free card, meaning let's go ahead and work with these obligors and then all of a sudden they skip out and go do right, their own right, thing right, or right. what have you. But right. see, if you are truly that decent obligor, 
we don't have problems with those types of people. The, those decent obligors, those decent disadvantaged non-custodial parent right. obligors, they know what they right. signed up for. The only yes. thing and they want to do is yes. get this taken care of. Right. They want, they're going to be committed to helping yes. themselves Absolutely. get out the rut with help. Right. I hear you. I hear you. Tell some more. <laughs> they, I wish I would have met you in my time. I made it through. I got to get you I don't right to worry now. about it no more, but I wish you would have been in my time because I showed okay. up for the time. <laughs> I would have been crossing the space to get to you. Here. There you go. There you go. And, and see, the thing is, is that I'm hearing all the time that, you know, these people, these uh, uh Decent, disadvantaged, non-custodial parent obligors, they're not catching a fair shake no matter how they try and what have you. Well, when I use that term accountability, just like the courts wants to hold these obligors accountable, well, we yes. need to hold the courts accountable. That's right. And, 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 we, and, and, and after everyone knows their place, then, you know, we'll meet in the middle and we'll get some things done where it benefits everyone because these our, our programs are set up and designed to work with uh, these decent disadvantaged non-custodial parent obligors effectively where they will come out of hiding because okay. all, they, all they know is that if, if the states keep chasing me, I'm going to just continue to run to the best of my ability uh, because <laughs> – these obligors, they've had no infractions with the law. They, they don't know how any of that mess works. And then you're going to dump this, boat, this boatload of crap on them uh, as if they were some criminal or what have you. Uh, I was, I was uh, looking at some uh, paperwork the other day, and I was looking at uh, what some of the infractions uh, in, in a certain state what it, what the law dictates that will happen to a delinquent obligor, and okay, well, uh, wait, get, that, that sounds like a that sounds like another as the world turn coming up for next Thursday. We want to hold <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, you know, that's another as the world turns, y'all. We'll be back <laughs> on this show business to tell the business, right? It's our business now, you know, and All we right. want to talk about that. Let that be a part of. That's going into what the deadbeat the dead, the deadbeat parent act. We yes. should line that yes. up with that. All yes. right. Well, how how can they contact you? How, what kind of, what what is your information for those to communicate with you? Well, well, I can be reached here. The organization can be reached here by email, Family First International, all spelled out, at gmail dot com. We can be reached by way of telephone, 860-913-6516. And you can also contact us and visit the website at www.familyfirstint.org. Okay. All right. And we want to say that you can also contact me. Thank you for being on the show to talk to us more on child support news information because we need to know that, whether it's bad or good. So, Brother Alpha, I thank you for coming on. 
and talking to us about it and informing us. And it should be an empowerment to many to hear what can be done to help solve the issue with the people's help, especially disadvantaged parent obligors, you know. Absolutely. Yes. And thank you. And y'all can contact me. All right. Lardy Miss Clardy for general information, comments or concerns at families and victims of fraud dot com and you can email me, professional rookie twenty twelve at gmail dot com or you can contact me on Facebook, Facebook dot com forward slash W Clardy. And come join us on Child Support News every Thursday at three thirty p.m. Eastern Standard Time, excuse me, not even that, no, it's 6.30 Eastern Standard Time and 3.30 Pacific Time, all right? And coming up next is a recovering victim of circumstances, the journey, my story, on the 16th, which is this Sunday, all right, at 9 p.m. Pacific Time and 12 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, so you want to listen in, all right? I'm starting here in California time at 9 p.m. Thank you for listening in on Lardy, Miss Clardy and Company on BTR because it's our business to tell your business and what you're doing. Stand up, speak up, and speak out on victimization and fraud and have a good evening. You can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.